Hello, this is Psychic Gary Spivey, and welcome to my weekly podcast, Tapping In with Gary Spivey. These are some interesting calls from radio listeners I got this week. Over the years, I've had people tell me, I was healed by listening to you on the radio. You explained to this lady how to solve her problem, and I realized, wow, that was mine too. And we can solve our problems by listening to other people get their problems solved. Well, I think it works that way, so I hope you enjoy the podcast. Psychic Gary Spivey. Good morning, Gary. Hey, good morning. How are you? Good. Are you in Europe this morning? Yeah, I am. Where are you in Europe? I'm in Greece. In Greece. I'm in Greece today. Yeah. Gotcha. So we got a little delay on the thing because it was bouncing off like 17 satellites on the way back. Well, it's a cell phone right now, but if it doesn't work, he'll call from a landline. Okay. What are you doing in Greece, Gary? Oh, I'm actually, um, well, I'm, I figured out, you know, I could find an iPod or something or people when they lose money. Yeah. And so I'm actually working in mining. I'm looking for gold. I'm, I've actually uh, identified a gold mine and found uh, gold. And so I'm working uh, with a mining company looking for gold. What? Wow. So do you, get a, do you get a cut if you find gold? Of course. Yeah. You better. I would hope so. Yes. All right. All right. So if you, right? Have a, if you have a question for Gary, then send us an email, call us, or text us at KDWB1-53921. Remember, just to help you out so you don't waste your time, um, we, there are certain questions we don't do. We never at, we never answer questions about when you're going to have a baby, when you're going to get pregnant, mm-hmm. what the sex of your baby is going to be. We never do those because they're just really not that interesting to everybody else. This one, Gary, could be one of the more interesting emails I've ever gotten for you. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Okay. Dear Gary, I have a problem I hope you can help me with. I'll bet you've never heard anything quite like this before. Let me give you a little history. My boyfriend used to date a girl who claimed she was a witch. She was into some pretty freaky stuff and was kind of a nutball. Anyway, when he broke up with her, she fought like crazy to keep him, but he was just ready to move on. She told him that if he left, she would put a spell on him that would ruin any relationship he'd ever be in. The spell she casts supposedly makes him nauseous whenever he tries to enjoy the lovin' with someone. At first, he was like, whatever. But he was a little freaked out because he knew she was serious. Well, fast forward to now, and sure as blank, whenever we try to get together, we can barely get started before he feels like he has to throw up. Oh, my God. He'll take a break and feel better, and then we'll start in again. A couple of times, he's actually had to run to the bathroom and throw up because he felt horrible. So you can see what a problem this is. First of all, Gary, is it real? Does he really believe this? I've even wondered if he's cheating on me, and he's too tired to do it, so he uses this as an excuse. If it's real, can you get rid of the spell? It's ruining our relationship. That is from Chloe. Gary, what do you make of this whole thing? Well, it sounds like she's absolutely crazy, um, but... Uh, there's actually a reality to this, and I, I see that this gal really did put a spell. She did it with a clipping of his hair, and so they, there's different types of spells that people do throw on each other, okay. and uh, people do know how to do this. But a clipping of his hair, and uh, this is what's causing it. I, I can get rid of it, though. So actually, so, so he, uh, this is not him cheating and too tired. This is not him lying. This is he actually has a spell on him. Does he have to believe in the spell in order for it to work? 
Well, it helps. Okay. Uh, when people feel like, when people do believe anything, good or bad, uh, it makes it come to fruition and happen. Yeah. Spiritually speaking. Okay, that makes sense. So when he thinks that he's about to enjoy the loving with his new girlfriend, he gets violently ill and has run in the bathroom. And he is partly uh, partly aware of that that helps, but the the spell is what's really is, there. Really is a spell here with the clipping. There really of his is hair. a spell. Okay. Yeah, there really That's is. So weird. In these other dimensions that exist. Yeah, they 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 actually. But I see it was a clipping of hair, and this this particular spell looks like the type of spell that I see people have put on them from like New Orleans, like juju. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. Spells. Yeah. Let's get rid of the yeah, spell so this couple them. they can have a normal relationship. Let's get rid of the spell. <laughs> Uh, there we go. When I when I go to get rid of it, I see a black hole, and I see the girl's face in the black hole with a bunch of demons in the in his stomach, oh. and uh, and uh, sort of around his hoo ha. Oh. And so I just got rid of it. <laughs> there we go. So he's, he's okay. going to feel really warm. He'll feel really warm in his belly and in his uh, pants. His and pants. so he'll but he'll be different now. Thank God. I'm glad no she wrote kidding. in. Seriously, mm-hmm. wouldn't that be miserable? Every time you try to get romantic or intimate, mm-hmm. you get violently ill, yep. got to run to the bathroom. That's horrible. I wonder if it happens when he is just trying to pleasure himself, too. I don't I, know. I bet it does. No, no. No, no I was going to say, well, no. I guess her curse was just for relationships. Yeah. Right. Wow. All right. That's kicking well, that's, things off. That's what the is, strangest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. What do you want to ask Gary Spivey? Call us. Brian, go ahead and ask Gary your question about your wife. Uh, hi, Gary. My wife and I have done some playing around with swinging and stuff like that, and we're hanging out, talking, and watching a show called Cat House on HBO, which is about the Bunny Ranch in Nevada. Mm-hmm. And just kind of jokingly brought up her going to do that. We're just kind of wondering, we haven't made any decisions, but just how good or a bad idea that might be. So you're thinking of sending your wife to go work at the Bunny Ranch in Nevada professionally full-time temporary part what do you, what are you thinking Brian uh, just here and there uh, just here and there. Like you can kind of choose to go down there for a few weeks if you want to or a okay. month or All whatever right. it's like the reserves one weekend a month kind of like two that weeks yeah, a year. exactly serving your country uh, okay okay how old are you and your wife can I ask that Brian uh, early 30s early 30s Gary what do you see good idea bad idea what do you get there your thoughts well, you know, here's what I'm seeing. I believe they're going to do this, uh, and I think you're going to. She's going to go for one round, maybe at the Bunny Ranch, and then she's going to find a better one to go to. It's like the Bunny Ranch, but it's a different place, and some of the girls there know about it. And so I see her finding more of a, a place, kind of right inside the city of Las Vegas, and uh, it seems to be a better situation. And she'll do that. The only problem is, is she gets a little crazy, uh, becomes a lot more independent and she's going to get really addicted to the money. And so your relationship with her could really go away after a while. So you're saying it's trouble. So you'll end up doing yeah, it, but I it's mean, trouble. Could you hear, I want to ask you, Brian, could you hear Gary okay? Yeah. You yeah, could, okay, good see, news. I was going to ask, is she, does she look like someone they would hire? Because Dennis is pretty like specific on who he brings into the cat house, the bunny ranch, if uh, you will. We're obviously realistic, but think you got a solid shot. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Do you think that it'll something yeah. now that I Gary's... Get, yeah. Yeah, I believe, that, I believe she will get hired. I really do, but I think she'll end up working for someone else at a different one, but not good for your relationship long term. Okay. So maybe do it. For, I, I, maybe don't do it if I, you want to stay married. Good luck. 
Brian, thanks for uh, being on the show. We appreciate it. It's a unique question. Yeah, we're getting some different kind of questions yeah. today. Let's do another question with Gary Spivey. And I can do an email if you want. Oh, yeah, let's, but, let's do an email, sure. Um, my sister and I decided to write in a question to Gary about a reoccurring nightmare that we both keep having on the same nights with the exact same details. The dream takes place in our childhood home's basement. In the dream, we both shut off the basement lights and try to run up the stairs because we feel someone is behind us. When we get to the top of the stairs, the lights flip back on and there's a dark figure of someone standing at the bottom of the stairs Uh, staring at us. We both wake up at this point completely creeped out. What could this mean? It's just so bizarre. Well, it means that there was a childhood demon. It's that cloaked figure demon that looks like the Grim Reaper. Mm -hmm. And uh, this childhood demon actually was tapped in and wired into both of these these guys when they were kids and uh so therefore when the demon attacks one of them the the demon will attack the other one at the same time this would be a demonic dream uh caused by a demon and and that way i've heard of this before and seen this before where two people can dream exactly the same dream demonic dream at the same time and so that's what that is but i can get rid of the demon and then they'll never have that dream again they'll notice they feel real warm all over right then i think you felt warm dave i could feel that i did feel warm yeah it was weird Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there we are. But I got rid of the demon. One demon making two people have a dream. Not unusual. I've seen it many times. So this email says, my partner and I have been together for two plus years now. We have a seven month old baby boy and are still madly in love with one another. But lately she has been making comments that she doesn't believe a word out of my mouth. I've always had problems, quote unquote, telling stories since I was a young child. And recently I've been getting called out on my BS. I try desperately not to make things up, but it just comes out before I really realize what I'm saying. They aren't lies that make me look better or anything like that. There are always stupid, petty things that don't matter one way or another. I don't want my partner to think I'm a liar and not be able to believe or trust the things I'm telling her. This is becoming a worrisome problem to me, and I really want to stop. Please help. It's from Jessica. Okay. Right. Well, here's what I see. Uh, This is an obsessive compulsive problem. I see obsessive compulsive demons. And and this person is just lying sort of obsessively compulsively. And it really is about random things that don't really matter. And so many times that's the same demon that makes people obsessively compulsively gamble, drink, uh, be addicted to porn or or, or anything, whatever you're addicted to. And so uh, I'm just pulling this off uh, of this person. Uh, I don't know if they smoke pot or not, uh, but Many times, if you smoke a lot of pot, uh, you will have a lot more obsessive compulsive demons. That's okay. when you get the munchies, eat, 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 you know. And so, but it feels like there maybe is a little bit of that involved. And so, I'm just clearing this away. And I think if they quit, if they are smoking pot and they don't smoke anymore, they will actually find that it's much easier. Okay. So there we go. I cleared the demons. Perfect. Rachel, go ahead. What's going on? Yeah, um, the father of my two children. I was married to him for 18 years and recently divorced. He passed away and named me as beneficiary on his life insurance policies, but now the insurance company won't pay out, and they're actually taking me to federal court to figure out how to, I guess, honor the policy. Why won't won't they pay out? There's a state law in Minnesota that says if you're divorced, it doesn't matter who the beneficiary is. It's null and void. So I'm trying to understand it's several hundred thousand dollars. If I'm ever going to see that money, or if my kids are ever going to see that money, will she ever see the money, Gary? Yeah, she will. Uh, there's there's a loophole around this, and um, uh, there, there's a way um, that that this there's a loophole that you fall into, and it may be that he did he have a will? Did he have a will? 
He did not have a will. He didn't have a will. Okay. No, so he died unexpectedly and didn't have a will. Okay, well, there's there's a loophole around this, and I'm not sure what it is, but I see your attorney figuring it out. And so uh, through court, I see you getting paid, and you will actually get paid twice. And so I don't know what getting paid twice is. And so, Well, there are um, two policies. Okay. And so, well, you'll get both of them, okay? Okay. Okay, Thanks. good luck. We got an email to ryanshow at kwb.com. By the way, don't send an email to any other address except... Ryan show at kdwb.com. All right. Says July 2006. I lost John, the love of my life. I had moved in the night before and woke up to paramedics trying to revive him. The night before he passed, people had been partying and John had overdosed on prescription medication and alcohol. The last seven years, I've struggled seeing his face and others as I'm driving, hearing his voice above crowds. My question for Gary is, was this suicide or accidental? And will I ever find someone I love as much as I loved him? I am losing hope. Well, it was um, not a purpose suicide, but it's the same thing. I mean, he didn't have to do that many drugs, and he didn't certainly have to die. So many times when people kill themselves, most of the time they stay earthbound, and I still see him sort of hung with people around him trying to revive him. Um, and, And so he's hung in the moment of death, and that's the reason she'll see his face, she'll feel chills. She'll feel, you know, weird and, and uh, crazy energies. Uh, An earthbound spirit really is horrible. It's just worse, the worst thing to do. Uh, I'm just getting a hold of him. I see him in the living room, looks like, and I'm just pulling him up, uh, and I'm asking the angels to come and pick him up, and there we go. And I see him going up to the light. So she'll feel a little warm sensation in her body, in her hands, in her head, and um, I, I got him to the light. But he was an earthbound spirit, and so, uh, and she will find somebody now. When you have an earthbound spirit, that's hanging around you that you're in a relationship with, usually that'll mess you up where you will never find anybody. But now she'll be able to move on. So there we are. Okay. Here's one. Gary never had this one before. My little sister, Amanda, is terrified of napkins. Terrified of napkins. Can you help her out? Why in the world, Gary, would somebody be terrified of a napkin? And that's kind of funny. And this was my little sister. I would never stop taunting her (laughs) by shaking napkins at her. Why is she terrified of napkins, Gary? I think it's a previous lifetime thing. It's what I see. Mm-hmm. You know, I just see it as a previous lifetime thing uh, where uh, she was smothered by material. Okay. So there was there was some sort of white cloth or white material that she was uh, that was held over her head, and she died. Wow. So this was, wow. Can yeah. you get rid of that, Gary? Yeah, yeah. You can go back and you you can get rid of these traumas. But this was a previous lifetime trauma, and she would also feel very weird about her feet. Uh, so somehow she has fear of, of, of things getting her, biting her feet. So this was a weird type of death. It looks like maybe she was tortured and then uh, died. But anyway, there we go. I got rid of it. So she'll right. feel better. And Lynn, uh, question for Gary. Go ahead. Yes, I was wondering if my biological father was actually my uncle that I have a very strong relationship with. So what makes you think that's possible? So instead of your dad, Mm -hmm. you think it might be dad's brother that got mom pregnant. Mm -hmm. That is your... What makes you think that? It's been a rumor. It's been talked about. It's been thrown around a little bit around the family, and it's just something that we never really wanted to go ahead and kind of get tested for it or whatnot and just kind of left it the way it is. Sure. Are your folks still around? 
Uh, my mom is. My dad is not a part of my life. So, okay. so they're both still around, but it's not like you can ask your mom or your dad. You could ask your mom, but right, Gary, what do you see? It rings true when she says it, and so I believe I believe that that's true. That's what I believe. Wow. And so I think I think your uncle's your your um, your father. And two people told you before, and they seem to know what they're talking about. Does that make sense? Two family members. Oh my goodness! Yeah. 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 That drinks true. Yeah, it's true. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so you're finding out right now on the radio that <laughs> your uncle is really your dad. Possibly, yes. Um, it sounds like it's, you know, more Can you ask? I mean, if you're so close to him, can you ask him? We've had the conversation before, and um, he's brought it up, but he's not certain. He's not certain. Oh, so in other words, mm-hmm. he did have sex with your mom around the right time. Mm-hmm. You're just not sure whether he is the father or not. Right. Right. Wow. wow. Okay. I do a lot of things. When I read people, I tell them what's going on in their lives. I've got a lady that's emailing me continually. This is going to freak you out. It's not a lady. Um, I just have to know that you give me six lucky lotto numbers. His biggest thing he's into, he's sort of addicted to pornography. Oh my God, yes, that makes sense. What precisely is going on here? You are listening to the world's most gifted psychic. It's the world's most gifted psychic. Um, I'll just project as much love and light as I can, but I'm sure that you guys are doing the same thing. Gary Spivey. Gary Spivey. Get your questions answered. On the morning after. All right, he's the world's most gifted psychic, Gary Spivey. We got Crystal on vacation. Charlie over in the producer box. You got Facebook questions, right? Yeah, we're getting some ready. All right, facebook.com slash KSTMA. Gary, is it true that you're on top of a mountain this morning? Yeah, I'm on top of a mountain. Okay, so just in case we get cut off or any, and there's any funny business, Gary is on top of a mountain. 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 Yeah. Mountain. Yeah. mountain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so it's... I'm, I'm, church it was it looks like it was built in the 1600s you ready to answer some phone calls oh yeah absolutely let's go to tulsa and amy good morning amy hey good morning gary so my question is um i'm my work is it ultimately flexible i work for myself and i can live anywhere on the planet and work as long as i have wi-fi i've landed back in tulsa which is where i'm originally from but you know i'm divorced 12 years now and i don't know that tulsa is right for me i'm not I'm not dating someone that I really think has potential, and I'm not sure I'm supposed to be here. Can you tell me if it's for a time and maybe how long? And and if I'm supposed to make this home, I'll, I'll work harder at making it work for me, um, trying to put down real roots and, and not be so gypsy well, like that. If you could help me. You know, I'm just I'm, I'm not telling you to move. I'm telling you what I see. Uh, your vibration is really Florida, um, and so and you may even disagree with that, but I see it. Uh, it looks like I see you in uh, um, some opportunity that you're, you're sort of led into moving to Florida, and it feels like the Tampa Bay area. It's on the west coast of Florida. Is what yeah, I Yeah, I just got back from there. That's where I just moved from a, a, a year ago, so I was wondering about that. And we had considered moving up from Sarasota to Tampa, so that means, oh. or well, St. Pete, but actually, so just right there on the bay, so I totally know oh. what you're talking about. Okay, well, there you go. So you just moved from there a year ago, and I think yeah. you'll move back. That's where you're from. That's where you're going back to. There we are. Thank you. Thank you, Amy. Good luck. All right, let's go to Tahlequah and Megan. Good morning, Megan. Good morning. All right, so what's going on with your cousin? Um, I have a cousin, and for the past about six years, he's um, kind of went downhill. I mean, he's got a good heart, but he's been on drugs. He's gotten into some trouble. 
he's managed to escape the trouble, you know, with little consequences. But yet, he doesn't want to improve himself any. Like, he just wants to keep doing the drugs, and I'm afraid he's going to end up killing himself. He might. Um, He's got, uh, he's on meth, right? Yeah. Yeah. Meth is a very bad, bad uh, drug. Uh, you know, it's it's got a certain demon with it. I, and even before you said anything, I could see the meth demons around him. Uh, this is a particular demon uh, that will totally destroy you. I mean, you know, if, if this kind of gives you an idea. I mean, Hitler was on a form of meth, <laughs> right? And so, and he thought it was just practical to throw people in the stove and cook them up, you know? And so, I mean, that was horrible. I mean, what? I mean, he just thought that was normal. And yeah. I guess... And so, so people that are, are doing, you know, the quantities of meth, like I see what you got going on with your cousin, you have to realize that he's just crazy. He's out of his mind, and mm-hmm. he's done so much meth that even if he wasn't doing meth now, I think he would still be crazy. So right. you, can't, you can't really treat him like you treated him back in the day when you loved your cousin. You can still right. love him, but I don't believe you're going to be able to do him any good, and I think if you try to, he's going to take advantage of you and just steal your stuff. So, I mean, like, he's never going to get any better, basically. I don't really see it because I don't think, I think he's just went so far to where there's not much left of his brain. You know, if you, there's, there's a great website called facesofmeth.com, and it shows you what a, a cadaver brain of a meth person looks like, and they, they actually yeah. shrink and they're cracked and they're, you know, it's kind of a mess. And so that's what he looks like to me. So very, very yeah. sad, very sad. That's what I kind of figured. That's what we've all been thinking. So, Megan, thanks so for your fun. call this morning. But you know, it I, I would I would always at least try to help, try to do an intervention, try to show him that you care. Well, we did I think that. She has. So she's it, done it. So is that? Yeah, so are you saying just write this off, Gary? Like just let it. Yeah. Go, like let it go. Like just let it. Let, there's no let more trying. Yeah. At some I mean, point like, right there now, is. A, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> well, there's a time where you you know you can always pray for him certainly, and and it sounds like I may be non-compassionate, but I'm not. I'm seeing him taking advantage of you and every other family member and stealing from you and doing all kinds of crazy things. So I'm just reading what's the truth. You know, I'm reading and telling you what's there. Uh, you know, I have one of my best friends was on uh, drugs, and I, I did an intervention and, um, and um, you know, totally saved his life. And uh, but, uh, So I, I get it, believe me. And, uh, but thank token, I've had a friend on drugs, and I totally wrote him off. And so this is a this is a write off right now. So sorry. Well, right now, I, like we've been contemplating, he lives we all live on the same property, and we've been contemplating kicking him off the property. Yeah, of course. Because you know we have just give him, just saying, give, give him the boot for good. Give him the boot yeah, for good. Yeah, That's it. All right. gonna, yeah. Hey, we got to yeah, run. Nothing. Thank you, Megan. All right, thanks. All right, thanks for your call. I was going to say, Gary uh, Lamar Odom, who's married to uh, sister of uh, Kim Kardashian, Chloe Kardashian. He just entered rehab for uh, his crack cocaine addiction. That right. it was so, so bad. It, it's a, it's amazing. It doesn't matter if you come from nothing. It doesn't matter if you you live in the middle of a forest or if you're a multimillionaire that's married to one of the Kardashians. Drug addiction affects so many people. Oh, it totally does. And and uh, if you find out one of your family members is addicted to drugs, um, you know. Just uh, that's the time to attack it. Try to get it early on if you possibly can and be as aggressive as you can and do anything to get them off of it. But, but when someone's on it for years and years and years, sometimes it's really tough. 
to change that because they're, they've done so much damage to their physical brain that their brain don't even work right anymore. And so that's the case, you know, and I hate to tell people to give up on people, but in her case, I was just reading what I saw. Hi, Shelly. Hi. What's your question for Gary Spivey, the world's most gifted psychic? I was going to ask uh, how if my dad crossed over to the other side. He passed away last month, and I was just going to see how he is. Uh, sorry to hear that, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, me too. Yeah, um, he said he got brand new lungs. <laughs> ah, are you serious? You know? Yes. Yeah. How was it? What was his lungs? What was going on? He was a heavy smoker. Okay. He couldn't breathe, right? Especially yeah. at the end. And uh, yes. he said he says he's never breathed better. He says he's young. He says he's a young man. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he is uh, showing me he looks like he's about 20 years old. And... Uh, uh, he's jumping up and kicking his heels together. He's, he's just being silly, right? And, uh, yeah. uh, he, he tells me that we had, he tells me to tell you we had fun, didn't we? He's yes. asking you. And so you always had fun with him, right? He didn't suffer at the end, did he? Uh, he said he was out of it. He said he was high. <laughs> so oh, my. I think, I think he, they had him on morphine or something. Hmm. Was he on some drugs at the end or pain pills or do you know? Uh, he was on a lot of medicine there at the end. Yeah, because he said he was high. <laughs> he's laughing. Oh, and so, But uh, he's really good. And, again, he says, thank you. Uh, he's he uh, I smell, and he's popping popcorn. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I oh, smell popcorn. Is he with his yeah. family members? Uh, he's with a bunch of family members, but I guess it's his mother. I see an older lady right close to him. Yes, that's my grandma. Yeah. They're good. I see popping popcorn. They're popping popcorn. I don't know why that's a big deal. When you were a kid, I bet he just shows me I smelled popcorn popping. You know? Aww. So He's good. Thank you, Shelly. Oh, Thank you so much. That helps. Have a great one. Thank you. Good Bye-bye. Up. Perfect. Thank you. Oh, we got a scary one here, Gary. Uh, let's go to Roy in Bartlesville. Hi, Roy. Hey. Hey, Gary. How you doing? Good. Okay, here's the situation. My parents and my boyfriend's parents are very, very spiritual, and there is something in our apartment. Um, he comes home, and he feels very uncomfortable. He's We fight for no reason. We're on pins and needles. We've been together for two years, and it's honestly to the point that if something doesn't change, the two years is going to end, and we're both scared out of our minds, and we don't know what to do. I'm scared listening to this. My mom has prayed over our place. She's chased something out, and it just keeps coming back in. Old story from the family is that his grandmother was cursed. They're um, very Indian uh, religious, and they're from um, Arizona, and they're from the Hopi tribe. And his family at a young age is a curse, and her stuff is still on our place because she has no place to put it. And she's actually in Tulsa. We're in Bartlesville. And it's... Go ahead. I can clear what I see. Um, what happens is I think that your boyfriend is really spiritually gifted, um, and, and so are you. And so you guys have a lot of light. And so you got to realize these days if you have a lot of light, then you also have a lot of dark. In other words, the dark energies, the demons will try to darken you down. Native American people are naturally genetically spiritually gifted. My grandmother was Cherokee Indian, and so I get, I think, some of my gifts from that. And uh, But uh, as I look... Um, and clear away the dark energies there you guys have to learn to meditate get spiritual gifts and clear your own energy if you get my book it's called secrets from god your keys to heaven you get it at garyspivey.com and uh, you'll uh, actually be able to clear your own energy now feel the top of your head get warm right then 
Yeah. You felt that, right? I did. I did the whole body, actually, too. Yeah, and see, you're smiling. Yeah. See, I got rid of the dark energy that was making you guys crazy. Uh, He'll feel a whole lot better, too. Meditate. You can do it yourself. You can do exactly what I did right then. You can do it yourself. You really can. And he'll be actually really good at it because he's just so gifted. So there you go. So do you see us coming through this and being okay? Yeah, I cleared it. I cleared everything in your house. You're going to feel totally good. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, Gary. I appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. Bye. All right, good good news there from Roy. Uh, let's go to Kim here. Kill this scary music for me. Thank you. Um, let's go to Kim. Hi, Kim. Hi. All right, Kim, this is a follow-up. Now you have an autistic son? Yes. All right, Gary Spivey, uh, how long ago was it that Gary talked to you? A few months ago. A couple months, maybe. All right, and what was the situation? Go ahead and catch, catch us up, and then let's find out sure. where we are now. He's nonverbal autistic, and you had explained to me that there was things around him, and he cleared it, and that he was going to be speaking... Uh, shortly, but he has it. Well, he kind of has, but he has it. Um, the other day, he did say like two words. I I thought he said two words, um, but I'm just wondering: Do you anticipate or do you see him speaking more soon? And I'm thinking about moving out of state for more resources to help him, because uh, Oklahoma doesn't offer a lot of resources for autistic children, not right. as much as I'd like them to. Yeah, it looks like that you may move, uh, but when I look at, at what's going on, uh, you heard him say two clear words. What were those two words? Mama, and then I call food um-um, like to eat, and he was hungry. <laughs> and he said, Mama, um-um, and then he stacked his lips like... So that's a very big deal. Yes, I know. It's huge for me. <laughs> right. That's a very yeah. big deal for him to say that, and so you have to acknowledge that he said that. Yeah. And so... And so realize, because you're so used to him not talking, you know, you, you, you go, did I dream it? But no, I see him. He really did say that really good and clear. And um, uh, then make him associate, uh, say make him, uh, show him, teach him how to associate, allow him to associate, you know, you know when we're getting ready to feed him uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and your mama, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and I see him saying it, and then I see him expanding from those words and having a full vocabulary. Uh, he'll talk. And so now I'm just clearing his energy again. And there Thank we go. You. And so, and he's a very complicated boy. Uh, yeah. He actually can see spiritually. Sometimes he really freaks out at night, I would bet, you know. And so, uh, but Every, I see little, he said, What did you say about him coming out of bed at night? I see he would get really afraid at night sometimes, I bet. Okay, well, he gets up every night, every single night in the middle of the night, and he comes and gets me because we sleep in separate beds. Yeah, you know? well, he sees, he can see spirits, and he sees them real clear at night, but I cleared those away from him. So, anyway, he's going to, you notice he'll start to talk, and you'll notice he'll start to form sentences, real sentences, and, and more, uh, he'll just, that'll grow from where it is, from those two words, okay? And what about moving just, out of state? Do you think that's a good idea? A little later, I think you will. But, uh, you know, it looks like it has to line up a little better for you, but later, I think you will. Okay? Okay, thank you. Thank you, Kim. Thank you. 
Follow me on Facebook.com forward slash Gary Spivey or Twitter.com forward slash Gary Spivey. Also, you can call me up for a private reading anytime, of course, 800-827-GARY. Or 24-7, you can call any of my gifted psychics. And today's special is only $1.99. Get you 10 minutes of a psychic reading from any of my gifted psychics, and you can call us up at 800-217-5336. That number's 1-800-217-5336, and I'll see you next week. And I do appreciate you.